Oh. <laughs> what episode is it? Uh, six. Six. Welcome back to La Quarantena, episode six. The day today is Saturday, April 25th. Is it? It is. <laughs> I'm Laura Fine here with Yoni Fine. Hello.
If you are dedicated listeners to our podcast, you might have noticed it's been a little while since we recorded our most, our last episode. Um, I think we both got depressed. And what gives you that idea? <laughs> Yoni was saying that he didn't have anything that he'd been working on to play. Just now I was like, let's record a podcast. And then he was like, I guess I'll improvise. So that's what just happened. Yep. Uh, do, do you have things you want to say about? I had some thoughts while you were playing. Oh, that's no, that's how it's supposed to work. Okay, okay. I, <laughs> I do that. And then you have thoughts with words. And then maybe I can think of some words. Okay, so the first thing that I thought while you were playing was this is sad, sad waiting music. <laughs> This sounds like the music that goes with sad, sad waiting. Mm. Um, I nailed it. <laughs> yeah. And then and then you started doing something and it made me think about like, oh, because I've just been like, I think part of the wall I hit and I in doing therapy, I feel like a lot of the clients I talked to reported like, oh, I hit a wall. And I was like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> this is the wall. Um, yep. And I was thinking about earlier when we started this podcast and sort of my attitude towards the beginning had some okay we're gonna make the best out of this we're gonna um have a good attitude we're gonna grow from this we're gonna uh, buckle in together um we're gonna take advantage of the opportunities um and then i got to a place where i was like I'm sick of all of that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to do anything. I just yeah. want to sleep. Um, yeah. And I'm depressed and miserable. And when is this going to be over? Yep. And then there's, I keep hitting moments. That's what I heard when the music changed. Where I was like, well, I'm here now. So I guess I'll make the best out of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. I'll try to focus on this thing and find some light here. And, uh, so that's cool. That's kind of what was happening musically. As like the, yesterday, it wasn't it wasn't a complete improvisation. Yesterday, I played. I sometimes I just pick up the guitar and like something comes out often. Um, and so yesterday it was this. We we have a small human that needs uh, assistance. Okay. Come What's here, up? small human. Hi. Um. Do you want it? Do you want to be recorded? No. Okay. What's up, small human? Okay. Yeah, Clover is a really nice looking little bug. Cool. Yeah. Um so yeah, I was just this thing. Um with all that space in it that you were calling the waiting part probably. Sad sad waiting. Sad sad waiting. Uh, <laughs> and title done. Sorry you don't get to vote. <laughs> sad sad waiting. And yeah, then as I was just noodling around with it, I was doing like um that little um i don't know melody motif thing melody motif well yeah like a repeated pattern i just like those two words together (laughs) okay that would be a good name for a person (laughs) in harry potter maybe Melody Motif has some qualities about her that I would like to know. <laughs> I think you should write a short story about Melody Motif. 
Um, Does she bake? She bakes. Um, she embroiders. <laughs> uh-huh. And yeah. It makes potions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that she keeps in her embroidered bags. Sorry. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> she definitely is on the lookout for narwhals. Ooh. Is that what they're called? Not narwhals. No, narwhal is a real animal. Um, what's the thing that Luna loved good? Nargles? Nargles, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, narwhals. I think she collects narwhals in her home. Ew. She has a narwhal collection. Gross. Not actual narwhals. Oh, okay. Little sculptures. That's better. Narwhal art. Why did I think real narwhals? <laughs> <laughs> they seem kind of, they're the unicorns of the sea. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like, in... I all yeah definitely am feeling sad sad waiting and all those other things and then I keep trying to um pull myself together you know mm-hmm. so I was doing I would probably get together man get together man like come on can't just sit you here and this. mope around yeah, like it's, we're okay and and make the most and you know, be positive be productive and all those things that I think a lot of people are put a frozen pizza in with. the oven I could do that I can do that I do it four times a week I can do it um but then, you know, musically, I was thinking like, all right, stop playing that. Like, I'm, there's too much space. Like, come find something. And whenever I am doing that kind of improvis- improvisational thing. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we can time out because we, our six-year-old has been um, doing a thing lately where he uh, can't, he doesn't know how to say a whole word. So he just says the beginning of it and then makes nonsense sounds for the rest <laughs> of it. Yeah. Like he was doing a math thing and uh, he was learning about uh quadrilaterals <laughs> yeah. what was he calling them quadrilaterals or something <laughs> no it was like um uh it was like qu- quadra and then a word that we know yeah um quadra maniac or something i don't know anyway um <laughs> you just did the same thing as the quote. <laughs> <laughs> no i know the word improvisational i just messed up saying it wasn't the exact same thing <laughs> I know how to say it it's just kind of hard um but yeah then I you look for like a little like a pattern a motif of something to kind of you know give a little bit of structure make the thing do something besides all that just sad space um needs a little bit of structure you gotta yeah. do something yeah so, so oh, that this is matches. a lot of metaphor here mm, yeah well yeah <laughs> But I was also, I don't know, I, 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 uh, this morning I, I I tried to go to sleep early last night. Laura was helping me because I was... I, oh, he broke. <laughs> I did, huh? You did. You broke. I don't know. My mood has not been great this week and my energy level um, and my just kind of self-care and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. Uh, you know, it's not that interesting. I think a lot of people are there. All of a um, sudden he was like, my wrist hurts. Oh and my, God, my wrist hurts so much. <laughs> <laughs> and my back hurts and I feel you were like i can't think anymore and i was yeah. like i think you need to go to sleep <laughs> yes. you should just lie down you fell asleep in one second yeah it was like nine fifteen or something <laughs> um but then i woke up at four in the morning like pop wide open it was like oh i'm going back to sleep now um and so i watched this movie <laughs> first performed which is really intense if you've seen it um it's really good but there's a whole idea in it of um he says at one point in the beginning to somebody else that what makes somebody who um, is losing hope and this is a, a priest and he says um, you know holding on to the the hope and the despair is what makes us human we have to hold we hold on to both of those things 
you know, we, we know that there's despair because we're smart. And so we know that there's a lot of horrible things, but we hold on to hope too. And, and even though those contradict, holding on to both of those things is, is what makes us, you know, human. Um, Oof. Which is something I think about a lot in the books I teach and the books I read and art and other things. So that's what I was thinking about. The life we are currently living. Yeah. I mean, it's it's choices that we make given given everything we know and, and what we need to do, you know? Wow. Sorry, is that dark? No. Because... <laughs> Did yeah. you just feel some darkness? Yeah, well, I mean, you can't like hold on to d- if the idea of holding on to despair means like uh, constantly holding on to some darkness, right? And mm-hmm. um, but if you're trying to hold both in your hand at the same time, you know, that's the part that feels, you know, in some ways it feels impossible. But that's what we all do. Well, I, one of my favorite spiritual ideas is the idea that embracing the darkness is critical because uh that's where god lives mm-hmm. and really having hope in those times is the most vivid act of faith mm-hmm. uh and finding i mean i read this this is I guess we are feeling pretty dark but this is a, a story I, I think about a fair amount there was an interview what was it? It was a Humans of New York interview. Um, and he did a week or something where he was interviewing families uh, who had children at a cancer hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, there was a dad who said, this has obviously been an incredibly painful time in our lives. And I've also seen the most beautiful things that... I've ever seen in my life um, and he was talking about these really amazing interactions between the people that were caring for his child and his family and like just these moments of exquisite and intense uh, beauty and love that and he was sort of saying that he wouldn't have I mean obviously the circumstances he wouldn't have had these experiences if he hadn't been in these circumstances to begin with but he also was saying he didn't think he would have been open to feel that depth of beauty if he hadn't already been in a place where he was feeling such deep pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting that you need to go all the way there to be able to see it. Then that, that makes me think of people. Uh, speaking of Luna Lovegood, <laughs> do you get where I'm going? Um, Who can see Thestrals? Oh. Yeah, I've actually talked about this in therapy a lot lately mm. with people, this exact idea that you're about to... Yeah, so if you don't, I mean, I don't know. We have, you're allowed to spoil Harry Potter at this point, right? I'm, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's only like, like book four I or know. something. <laughs> Go for it. But the, the, the Thestrals are these magical creatures that only people who have lost a loved one... Who've can, seen death. Who've, oh, yes, who've seen death. They can see the Thestrals. Everybody else, to everybody else, they're invisible. Um. So yeah, makes me think of that. Yeah, and I also or, you know, or great artists who go through madness, you know, and mm-hmm. addiction and all kinds of it's dark things. It's just what's on the know. edges. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ooh, that just makes me think of like 
the edge, like the corona. <laughs> is it called the corona, the edge of the sun? Like, yeah. Oh God. It is. <laughs> Whoa. Um, there was, there all, was. Go ahead. No, go, just, go go go. I just think about what that looks like with the colors around. You know, use those images are like all dark and then pure light and then mm-hmm. the rainbow around the edge, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Tom Hanks wrote a letter to a kid <laughs> named Corona that uh, became viral this okay. week uh, because the kid loves Tom Hanks and uh, has been getting made fun of right now because his name is Corona. <laughs> um, and Tom Hanks wrote this awesome letter to him and gave him, I think he gifted him his Corona brand typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> talked about how Corona was the um, word for the edge of the sun and... Um, Real, right. real ace Tom good Hanks job, move. Good job, Tom Hanks. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. If anybody has seen the ending of First Reformed and wants to talk to me about it, I I need to talk about that ending. Okay, moving on. He called it a quadringer ale. A quadringer ale. <laughs> ale. Thank you. Oh, that's good. <laughs> quadringer ale. <laughs> Well, that's a good song title too. <laughs> <laughs> Does it sound like Quadra Ginger Ale or Sad Side Lady? <laughs> or The Wall. Oh, there's already a song called The Wall. Oh, you're right. Quadra Ginger Ale. <laughs> Quadra Ginger Ale is really cute. Oh, oh, so that's what I was thinking about when you were talking about seeing seeing all this love, right? Like I'm, I've been home with the kids all the time, and um, it's hard just. So that's hard for any people um and i'm i sometimes you know i've been feeling very close to losing it and, and sometimes kind of short um tempered i always feel short um but i've been trying to make these shifts you know it has to be pretty conscious it feels like where i try to tell myself i have all this amazing time like look at these kids these kids are amazing and i get to listen to them think and play all day long and I I just need to be in awe of that I need to and I need to relish it and I need to like respect it um and sometimes if I, I can just come out of there and and then watch what they're doing with more admiration and appreciation for for um how how how, how beautiful they are and and how lucky I am to be able to to see them you know all day long mm. um but I can't stay there very long. Well, <laughs> it's hard. I mean, first of all, I'm very feel very lucky that they're home with you. Um, but it also reminds me of when I was home with the kids when they were babies um, before I went back to working. So it was about eight years that I did that. Um, was that a long time or a short time? it's on on the long side um (laughs) and but and it's a very interesting obviously i wasn't doing that during a global crisis uh while also trying to work from home and be a high school teacher there's a lot that's different about what you're doing than what i was doing at the time but it was also sometimes when i would feel really lonely or the days felt really long or i would feel bored or just against my own wall um the things that got me out of that was often just like slowing down and looking at the world through their eyes letting them 
take the lead and just watching what a three-year-old is like in the middle of a day looking at the grass and the sorts of things that they would say and there was a time we were just remembering this as a family the other day where our oldest was maybe three and he was looking at something that was green but calling it purple oh yeah and uh I had this moment of realizing that it actually did look purple. His brain just hadn't adjusted knowing that it was green, you know. Um, it was an interesting moment of learning about perception. Um, and just so cool, like watching them learn language and watching them develop and watching their little internal struggles. And that never stopped, you know. Like, we were having different conversations in the last couple of days, watching them learn how to negotiate the world and... We had to tell them yesterday that schools aren't reopening, uh, which we sort of knew that the public schools weren't going to reopen, but they go to a school that had been holding out hope that they might be able to open for at least a few weeks in May, and um, they were holding out hope. And it was interesting watching them digest that information. They both heard, and then they immediately tried to change the subject because they were too sad, but... Yoni and I Laura both. doesn't let him do that. No. <laughs> hey, you're sad about something? We're going to stay there. <laughs> well, I just, I revisited it a little bit and talked about why I was sad. And then Yoni talked about why he was sad. And you could tell they needed to talk about it. Yeah. And then they both named a couple of things that they had been looking forward to that they were upset weren't going to yeah. happen. Um, and it was interesting watching how we learn how to sit with discomfort. Yeah. They're getting a crash course in, yeah. unfortunately. So, I don't know. We hesitated last week. We were thinking about recording, and we both just felt too sad. Um, like, we didn't have anything to offer other than being grumpy and complaining. And we were like, I don't think anyone needs more of that. Uh, but in the last week, I thought a little bit about people who make art I don't know if you'd call this art, but um, the people that make art when they're in the depths of their depression um, and how much I appreciate being able to listen to that, those albums that you know have been made. I'm thinking about James Blake right now. Um, or Nick Drake. Yeah, or artists that make beautiful things when they sort of push themselves to create, even when they're in pain. Elliot um, Smith. Mm-hmm. and how much comfort that gives other people that are also in that space. Um, so then I wanted to push a little bit to try to create, even though really I just want to lay down. Yeah. Take care of yourselves. 